You will never know your true potential until you break out of the unfair judgments that you have placed on yourself. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. How are you? Welcome to another Monday Mindset. And I am excited to start this week. It's beautiful weather outside. And um, I'm here in Colorado. And the fall weather is beautiful. And so it's, it's uh, like I said, it's a good time to get outside, set up some appointments and meet with uh, some clients. But uh, today... We are going to um, continue the chapters of my book called Inner Being Imbalance. So again, my name is Monica Graves, and I sell real estate in the state of Colorado, uh, mostly in the resort mountain areas, but we also cover the Denver Metro. And I have been, um, I was an instructor for Ninja Selling for 13 years. Then I wrote my own book and started doing workshops based on that. And so let's let's just jump in to this. I'm going to share my screen. And I want you to see, let's see if I can get this going. There we go. Um, so I do a challenge and the challenge is either a, a 30 day or a um 22 day, just depending on on the year. We're going to be doing the 22 day challenge in January, and that's going to be online as well as in person. So I would enjoy if you would join that, and I'll be posting um, that in Workplace when we do that challenge. But um, so what it's you know what this uh, book is based on is seven principles. We talked about believing. Um, about a month ago, believing in yourself is the first step to becoming a master at anything. And then we talked about allowing, allow yourself to receive and let go of resistance. And then what we're going to talk about today is learning. So as you can see, this is an acronym for balance, B-A-L-A-N-C-E. And it's really easy to remember. So we are on learning and learning from failures is so important. So I'm going to skip down here. This is uh, what my book looks like. You're welcome to check it out. Innerbeingimbalance.com is my website. But the uh, by applying these balanced daily habits, what happens is you start practicing believing in yourself, then allowing yourself to receive, start learning new ways to improve your life, affirming the positive mindset to create the work and life you love, and then start nurturing yourself your body, your mind, and soul. And then just remember to celebrate those moments of achievements. And then last chapter is on expanding. We want you to learn how to expand your focus uh, using visualization techniques, and that will help you with those first six habits. Okay, so what we're going to do is jump into, let <clears throat> get down to the next, um, you know, we talked about believing then allowing. And now let's talk more about learning. 
So really, you want to have an open mind. Okay, when you have an open mind and have a really enthusiastic thirst for knowledge, that's a great habit for starting to create the work and life you love. So the last thing we want to be doing every day is something that we don't enjoy. So you've probably heard the the term, if you love what you do, the money will come. And and that's I have a whole nother chapter on money and beliefs about money, um, you know, prosperity, those kind of things. The, the mindset there is also a, a, a learning and a belief system. So our natural desire to create, okay, we are creators. And if you think about that every single day, you can get up and look at what you want to create. You can create a wonderful day or you can create a sad day or a day that you're not going to enjoy. So you really need to look at your your life, the work that you're doing. Do you enjoy it? If you're in a stuck burnout position, then maybe you look at how you can create something different so that you can learn something new and change that part of what you don't like. So I can give you an example. There's a lot of the part of the transactions that I I don't enjoy doing. I enjoy showing houses. I enjoy, you know, the listing consultation, but there's a lot of the paperwork and things that I don't enjoy. So so if I didn't enjoy that, I looked at how can I pay somebody to do the things that I don't enjoy? And of course, hired a transaction manager. Um, there's some things in marketing, you know, that that you can learn. But then you you might be like, I don't know if I really like doing this. So maybe you hire somebody to do that for you. So there's all kinds of ways that you can create and and have a spark through the learning, a reading, a writing, reading something positive every day to start your day will also put you in that mindset of more positivity. And so I want you guys to think about this, that your frequency or your vibe will only be enhanced through journaling, writing down your goals, your aspirations with your business, you know, looking at your business plan, learn how to do a really good business plan. And then your intuitive or true self will start to emerge from this daily practice because now you're on the path to learning to become your higher self, your best self. And when you are your best self, when you have that positive mindset, when you have uh, written down your goals, journaled things that you want to accomplish and you want to learn, then that what happens is that frequency or that vibe is starting to attract the things that you really want, not the things you don't want. Because if you have a low frequency, for example, if you're sick or you're just really depressed, that low frequency or vibe will keep attracting things that you don't want into your life. So so that positive mindset, just always think about what frequency are you on, right? What frequency are you tuned into? That's why you want to learn about um, things similar to this, you know, learning how to 
have that cause and effect. If something happens to you that might not be as positive as you want, how do you act? How do you react? Because you need to learn about yourself and that reaction aspect of it. So let's let's take an example of let me unshare my screen here. Let's let's take an example of when you were a child or think about um, your children, if you have children. And a lot of times they learn that if they throw this huge fit, you know, cry for something that they really want, uh, throw a tantrum and scream about it. A lot of times parents will rush to see what the baby wants and give it to them. And so what that happens is a baby will learn that that's how they have to act and react if if it gets them what they really want. So, of course, as you get older, especially like in your 20s, 30s, and and that's how you act or react when things don't go your way, then you're going to start seeing that people are going to notice that you're you know, the way you react towards things is not really the most professional or the the best way to get what you want. Maybe it worked when you're little and and younger and your parents did it for you, but it's not going to work in the professional industry that we're in. So I was just giving that as an example. Also, you know, um, scientists are still learning about the brain, your neuroplasticity. and And I think that's cool that that scientists are still learning, you know, there's so much still out there about our brain. And, and so when you have a failure, that's what they're learning, looking at now is what, what happens to your brain when you fail? Or if you do something and, and the, and, and it doesn't come back to you exactly the way you wanted to have it happen. So. The neuroplasticity part of it, how do you react? Well, again, this is something you need to learn about yourself, your belief systems, right? So if scientists are still learning that if you can have a cause and effect that's very different from what you your belief system used to be, then you can retrain your brain. And... I don't know if you know this, but but scientists have done all kinds of studies and have shown that we learn we when we were born from the age, you know, day one to age seven. We actually learned more in that first seven years of our life than we have learned till, you know, I just turned 60 in August till till you're 60 or till you're 70. So isn't that crazy? You learn so much from age seven to, to now, but you you have actually learned more and your brain has taken in more like a sponge from age one, day one to age seven. So that that aspect of failing, you really want to check out your your mind and your mindset on what do I do when I fail at something? So a great exercise, and you can do this later, 
is just take out a pad and pencil. Maybe you have your journal and just write down all the big major failures you think you've had. And then right beside it, I want you to make a list from that failure of the things that you learned. Okay. That's a very positive way to look at things that have happened to you and how it's made you who you are today. Okay. So there's some, you know, when you get my book, you'll see there's some major failures that that have happened in my life. Some very uh, dark things, some, um, you know, health issues. And I learned from, from that health issue when I got really sick is I can't continue to believe that I'm going to continue to be sick, right? You want to change your frequency or your vibe on how can you heal yourself? How can you change your mindset to get to that position of I'm going to heal myself? Okay, so again, when you do this exercise, let's just try to look at failures as something that you can learn from. Um, I don't know if you've ever read this book by Jim Quick. So Jim Quick, his last name is spelled Q-U-I-K. And his book is called Learning How to Learn. (laughs) So I love that title. Learning how to learn. So a lot of times we think, oh, yeah, we're learners. But then, you know, our mindset will go back to a depressed feeling after a failure or um, there's this constant cause and effect aspect of how we react. And we need to learn how to learn so that we can have a better positive outlook on life. So I'm going to read to you some things from the book that he calls um, Limitless. And that's, that's the, actually, that's actually the title of the book. I'm sorry, it's Limitless, Learning How to Learn. So how can we be limitless? Um, these are seven lies. Lie number one is your intelligence is fixed. The belief that our intelligence is fixed and impossible to improve your life is a lie. So Carol Dweck,y um, in her book Mindset, you might want to read that book as well. You have a fixed mindset, or you have a growth mindset. So a fixed mindset is where you believe something and you think that it could never change. For example, people say, "I grew up poor. I'm always going to be poor." Um, I have dyslexia. I can't learn. So how can you switch that to a growth mindset? For example, Sir Richard Branson, you know, he's a a billionaire. If he had had a fixed head uh, mindset, he would have said, I have dyslexia. I'll never learn. But he changed that to a growth mindset. He said, I have dyslexia. And I can learn by trying harder and, and practicing. Okay, number two, the, the lie that he put in his book is we only use 10% of our brain. You've probably heard that before. Actually, there are several studies that can back up that we use 100% of our brains. Okay, so don't have that lie of 
you're only using 10% of your brain. There's so many things that your brain and your mind can do. Number three, mistakes or failures. Okay, we just talked about the failures, right? Einstein was a perfect example of someone who made a lot of failures, and he learned from each one to become one of the most intelligent brains that we've ever had in history. So you have to learn how you deal with that, deal with those failures. There's really no such thing as failure, right? It's a lie that, you know, if if you feel like you've failed and you're always going to fail, you have to change that mindset to, to, I haven't failed, I've only learned. The number four is knowledge is power. We all know that. Um, <clears throat> knowledge is so important. Think about the knowledge that you have to take when you are going on to, let's say, you um, your first luxury listing. Okay, you you want to have that knowledge of how to present yourself. You want to have the knowledge of that market. Um, there's all being these things that you need to to learn before you would even step into a luxury home that and you've never sold a luxury home. So that knowledge is power. Knowledge about the neighborhood. Knowledge about the client. Knowledge. Of the, that's why we ask questions, right? We ask questions so that we can gain knowledge. Okay, number five is learning new things is difficult. Okay, that's a lie. It's all a mindset, (laughs) right? If you want to learn to play the piano, then you do the proper things to sit down and learn to do that without giving up. Have the mindset that you can do it. Okay, so learning new things doesn't have to be difficult. Break it down. Understand that there's all kinds of different methods. It can be fun, easy, and enjoyable. And number six is criticism of other people matters. What a big lie. And that's that hits home with me. Because I was one of those perfection type of people growing up. And if anybody criticized me, I took it to heart so bad that it that it stopped me from actually improving and being better. So just remember, criticism for, criticism from others doesn't matter. It's what you believe. So it says you will never know your true potential until you break out of the unfair judgments that you have placed on yourself. So we are our worst critic, right? We put judgment on ourselves all the time. And what what happens is that causes your brain to have a pattern. And then that pattern tends to come every time you fail or every time somebody criticizes you, you go into that same different lower frequency mindset. And then you, again, like I said, you cause things to happen that you don't really want to happen. Um, I like this. Maybe write this down. What you think about me is none of my business. (laughs) What you think about me is none of my business. So have that mindset of, yes, I need to learn how to react differently. Um, I need to, you know, write in my journal the things that I would like to change about the way I do things. And 
learn from that. Every time, again, every time you fail, learn from it. Um, if you don't get a listing, you know, how do you react to that? If you know that you've, you're competing against two or three other people and you say, you, you don't, you don't get the listing instead of you, you know, being all depressed, learn from it. I have called more sellers and asked them, why did you not hire me? It's it's hard to do that. It takes a lot of courage for you to call the seller and say, you know, what was it that you, why you went with this other person? What was it that made you not hire me? And sometimes it could be as easy as them saying, well, the price that they said that they could list is higher. So then ask the question, well, have you already signed the listing agreement with them? And if they say no, we say, would you give me another opportunity to talk to you about price? Because I really think that it's going to be a situation where, you know, you're going in too high. Maybe you meet them a little bit higher not the highest that that other agent will take because a lot of times agents will just give a higher price just so they can get the listing and it might not be the best thing for the seller so so here you are consulting again giving giving that other another opportunity to talk to them if they've already signed you don't want to go you just learned from it and say okay thank you so much for telling me why but but always ask that question. Have you signed any, you know, uh, exclusive right to sell or any listing agreement with them? And I do that with buyers too. You know, if buyers say, "Oh, I'm going to go start working with with my cousin," or they've already talked to me, and now all of a sudden they say they want to go with somebody else, be open to learn. Be open to asking those questions. Why? Why did you decide to not go with me? And sometimes you can change their mind. Okay. All you got to do is, is have that confidence, ask the questions why, and then learn from it. So number seven is the, the, the lie that you've probably heard this before is genius is born. So think about that lie. How many geniuses there are out there and were they really born that way? Um, the question that Jim Quick uses is about Bruce Lee and how it took him years of learning from other masters of Kung Fu and its philosophy that he could become a master teacher and a philosopher himself. He was not born a genius. So many people are not born a genius. And so don't think that just because someone is more highly intelligent than you, that you're not a genius yourself. Okay. You can be a genius in all kinds of areas in your life. Just be open to it. So I hope you enjoy that part, you know, list learning from different books. Um, there's another saying that I know somebody posted this in the chat that Wayne Dyer, he, a lot of his, you know, quotes are so amazing. Awesome, Cynthia. <laughs> um, 
So here's one that he says, the only limits we have are the limits we learn and believe. Okay. So there's, there's things in our life that we are going to learn about that we think, and we apply that limit on us. So, uh, you know, Jim Quick's book called Limitless, Learning How to Learn. It's that same thing is what you've learned about yourself might not be the truth. Okay. So that's where you have to, to look at what are those things that I've learned about myself that, that maybe I should change. Maybe things will be, get better for me if I believe a different way. Because your belief system, really, like I said, that's chapter one. How you believe, the, pro, the programming that's happened in your mind, how can you change some of that programming? And it just comes with daily things that you need to do. The believing, you know, allowing yourself to, to believe a certain way, allowing yourself to be have that path of least resistance where I'm just going to, to be positive and I'm going to put my, that energy out there that it's going it's going to work out. Have you ever been like that where it's it's all going to work out? You know, you've got a, a deal that gets close to closing and then something happens. Just had one of those on Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, I knew from the beginning when they wanted to close on a Friday. I really don't like closing on Fridays, especially if it has a loan. Um, and we needed to get an extension to close on the 13th. And, and then it was like, you know, down to the wire. And you just have to have that positivity. Be there for your, this was in a buyer situation when the buyer was just so upset the sellers ended up renting the property out short-term rental this Saturday and Sunday after they flew all the way to the closing to stay in the property they were buying. But since we asked for an extension of the loan commitment, they rented the property out and my buyers had no place to go. So things happen, worked it out. But always have that mindset of it's all going to be okay, okay. And what you do, what you're doing when you say it's all going to be okay, is you're opening up that part of your mindset that's allowing the answers to come. When you when you say this is terrible, I don't know what I'm going to do. Why did this happen to me? You are closing off that path. For the answers, you're shutting down your mindset, shutting down your mind to having those answers come. Okay, so try to remember that in life, um, learning from change, learning to listen. Uh, in my book, I wrote, you know, deep listening is the kind of listening that can help relieve the suffering of another person. When you listen with purpose, you help them to empty their heart. So learning how to be there for clients, for friends, for family, there's all things about learning. 
that we can be more positive. Maybe ask yourself your questions. I'm going to end here. Ask yourself, what do you need to learn so that you can manifest more in your life? What is your true purpose here on earth? How can you manifest balance between your work and your life? Who are the people that you should be surrounding yourself so that you can learn more things in your life and your business? And the last thing, and maybe we all do this together, say aloud, and I don't need to hear you. You can say it with this. I have the freedom to dream big and the power of manifestation to make my dreams come true. Okay. I have the freedom to dream big and I have the power of manifestation to make my dreams come true. So let's all try to do that exercise where you write down all the failures that might have happened. And take that into a positive aspect of what did I learn from that? And then go with that learning part of if something happens again, how are you going to react to it? How can you change that reaction so that you can have that higher frequency of belief in yourself, confidence in yourself, and allowing all the good things that you're dreaming to come into your life? All right. So we are going to talk about the next chapter on uh, when I'm here again. I don't have the date, but we'll go into um, affirming. Okay, so that's going to be the fourth chapter of affirming and affirmations are so amazing. And so I look forward to seeing you guys next time. And come on in next time or you just watch the recording. Okay, so have a very great week. Take all this positive mindset out with you and learn something new. Okay. <laughs> Bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.